From WIS Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate with WISPolitics.com here with a WISPolitics Capital Chat podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm here with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer to talk about an interview he did with Alex Lazry, who is a new member of the DNC and a former U.S. Senate candidate. So, Adam, how was the interview? Hi, Kate. Yeah, it was a nice chat with Lazry. We talked a little bit about his plans to push some national Democrats across the finish line in 2024, mainly focused on U.S. Senate race and the presidential election. Uh, But we also touched on House races, specifically in the first and third CDs. And we also talked a little bit about what it's like for Lazry to move to and live in Wisconsin. All right, Adam. Well, let's get into the interview. Uh, so welcome to the show, Alex Lazary, newly elected DNC member for the uh, state uh, Democratic Party. So welcome to the show, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to quick talk about um, kind of your uh, role on the DNC right now, which uh, sounds a lot like you're going to be working towards um, kind of pushing a lot of national uh, Democrats from Wisconsin across the finish line. So um, what are your plans to kind of help uh, like Tammy Baldwin and President Biden get across? Yeah, so, you know, as the newly elected DNC rep, I'll be working with our other three reps, uh, Andrew Worthman, uh, Martha Love and Janet Buley, um, as our representative from the Democratic Party of Wisconsin to the Democratic National Committee. And so my hope is to try to bring a little bit more transparency, accessibility and connectivity so that our national party is as linked and cohesive with our local and state parties. And I think that's going to be a uh, um, a big help as we try to get out the vote, um, try to persuade, try to canvas um, as we look to reelect Tammy Baldwin and President Biden, but also as we look to elect Democrats up and down the ballot across the state. Um, you know, the, the, the Senate and presidential race are the big ones, but we've got a lot of big mayor's races coming up. We've got a lot of big county executive races, aldermanic races. Um, there, there are a lot of big races on the local level that um, that, that that we can make sure that we're working towards um, getting out the vote um, and and persuading voters um, to uh, to to vote for uh, for Democrats all across the state. Are there any challenges you foresee in the future in getting uh, Baldwin or, or Biden or any of those other uh, local or state officials elected? I mean, look, I think anytime you're talking about Wisconsin, you're talking about a um, a, a, a razor tight margins. Um, I think what what we've seen with President Biden and with Senator Baldwin is their message um, works. Their their message of results is one that works. You know, I remember when I was running for Senate, um, I would carry around a little card that talked about all of the federal dollars that Tammy Baldwin brought back to Wisconsin. And I think that's something that's that's important. And that's what a lot of what Tammy's talking about on the campaign trail. And that's what President Biden's talking about on the campaign trail. You know, the, these are two people who have gone to gone to Washington and haven't just talked about doing things, but they've actually gotten things done on behalf of uh, the people of Wisconsin. And so, um, you know, I think their argument is one that uh, is going to be very persuasive. There's a reason they've won before, and I think there's a reason that um, um, why I feel so hopeful about um, about 2024. With that being said it's going to be close. I mean, that's Wisconsin. And I think we have to make sure that we're not taking anything for granted and that we're working just as hard, whether the polls show us up five or down five. 
So are you going to be more focused on uh, engaging voters in more rural areas or, or more the, the metro areas like Milwaukee and Madison? Or, or where are you going to try and pick up some, some votes here? I think we've got to make sure that we're engaged all across the state. Um, we've got to try to ensure that we're talking to voters all across Wisconsin. And that means that, you know, we're, we're continuing to engage and, um, and, and talk to voters in Milwaukee, um, that we're talking to voters in Madison. But I think just as importantly, we have to make sure that we're talking to voters in Marinette, in Superior, in Polk County, um, in Wausau, Waukesha, right? These are all places that um, that Democrats uh, can compete in and have won in before. And I think that's something that we've just got to make sure that we're taking a, um, uh, that we're being very intentional about um, and that we've got to get out the vote in, in you know, the, the Democratic base areas, but we've also got to make sure that, um, that we're going into places and, and persuading and talking to voters and, and, and telling them what it is that, that Democrats have done. And I think that's the important thing. When you look at the things that Tammy Baldwin has done, when you look at the things that Joe Biden has done, um, this isn't just about you know the, the metro areas. This is about the rural areas. And there's been no better defender, I think, for um, for for rural communities than uh, than Senator Baldwin and, and President Biden. Yeah. So so speaking of those rural uh, areas, not that they're mm. exactly rural alone, but um... The third and first congressional districts have been kind of uh, pretty contentious, I would say. Uh, third CD kind of lacked quite a bit of funding from the de Democratic side, and the, the first CD didn't really see a whole lot of action. But those are pretty competitive districts. Do you have any plans to kind of help the House in, in getting reelected there? Yeah, I think we've got, you know, a couple great opportunities. And we'll see, you know, hopefully we'll have new maps um, uh, for, you know, this coming election. So we'll see what those look like. But even if nothing's changed. You know, I think we've got to look at every congressional district as one we got to compete in, um, whether that means it's the first and third where we're you know, able to, I think, maybe flip a couple seats. Um, but I think if you're looking at the, the rest of, the one, of them, uh, these are all places we need to compete. Um, it's not just about, um, you know, getting out the vote in those areas, but, um, you know, even competing in, in congressional districts where, you know, maybe before we've lost by, you know, 15, 20 points. We cut that margin down a little bit, and that's going to help our statewide candidates. That's going to help our state Senate districts, our state assembly districts, as I said, our mayors and county executives. Right. We've got to give people a reason um, to come out and vote, and we've got to give people um, an alternative um, in those areas. And I think when we're able to do that, um, it's not only going to help us in the short term, but we've also got to be thinking long term. We've got to continue to tell voters what the alternative is and what our vision for this state is. And I think if we do that, um, it's not going to it's not going to just help us in this upcoming election, but it's going to set the tone. And I think the direction for us to to win in these congressional districts uh, going forward. So between U.S. Representatives Brian Stile and Derek Van Orden, who do you think is the uh, more likely candidate to be bested by a Democratic candidate? I'm not. I'm not going to get into the uh, the pundit game. I think I'll leave that for for you guys. Um, I think you know, as I just said, we've got to be competitive, and I think the most important thing is having good candidates. I think we've seen what happens um, with the difference between you know having really good candidates, and that's you know why the Democrats did so well this past midterm, is because we've got great candidates, and we've got candidates who are looking to. Um, uh, to increase access to uh, to universal health care. We've got candidates who want to protect a woman's right um, to, to make their own medical decisions. We've got candidates who are talking about 
about um, not overturning elections, but trying to actually um, make it so that it's easier and more accessible for everyone to vote. You know, we, we've grown the economy. We've added, you know, uh, 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 hundreds of thousands of jobs um, since President Biden's been uh, elected, and not to mention all of the the, the federal dollars and the projects that Tammy's been able to help with on the Senate side. And so I think that's something that when we have good candidates in these districts, um, we do really well. And that gives us a chance to win. So whether it's the first, third, um, you know, or, or any other congressional district, if we put good candidates up, I feel really good about our chances uh, in, in winning. All right. That's fair. Um, so are there any issues? You mentioned abortion a little bit there and, and voting rights. And are, are there any other issues that are going to be major um, pieces of a, a, a Democratic platform here? Yeah, I think when you're when you look at the economy, you know, and how President Biden's been able to navigate this economy, you know, whether it was from the beginning of his term uh, navigating, um, you know, the 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 after effects of COVID um, with the Inflation Reduction Act, you know, and historic investments in clean energy. Uh, you know, there, there's a ton of things I think that we can be really proud of. Uh, the CHIPS Act, I think, is a huge deal in terms of trying to bring uh, semiconductor manufacturing back to America. Um, this, these are all the things that I think uh, President Biden's going to be running on. And, and that's why I said at the beginning of the podcast, what's so impressive about, um, you know, I think the top of our ticket is the fact that these aren't just candidates who are talking about what they want to do. These are people who have actually gotten results and I think are going to be able to put forth a, um, I think, a very comprehensive message on, you sent me to Washington to to do a job. Well, I went there and I did it. And we've moved the country forward. Um, the we've, we've moved the economy forward. That's why we deserve another four years for President Biden, another six for Senator Baldwin. Um, because when we've got good people in office, good stuff happen. And I think that's the most important thing that um, that they're going to run on. Uh, and that's why I feel, uh, you know, um, uh, so good about our chances. But again, we we can't take anything for granted. And but I think if we run on that message, I feel really good about uh, about our chances in this election. All right. That's fair. Um, so I just want to ask a couple other questions. Um, are you liking living in Wisconsin? <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, you know, my wife and I, we just moved to our new house. Um, and, and our daughter, uh, obviously. So we just moved to our new house um, on the east side of Milwaukee. Uh, we absolutely love it here. Um, it's been a, uh, um, you know, uh, and, and this neighborhood is absolutely incredible. Every day um, when Eleanor comes home from daycare, we do a little walk through the park. Um, she, she kisses all and hugs all the lions in Lake Park. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, th this has just been an incredible community. Um, you know, since I moved here, um, you know, and when we bought the Bucks, it, it, it was really incredible how I think everyone just kind of welcomed us. And, you know, since then, this has now become our home. And this is going to be, you know, whether, um, you know, since we sold, this is, we've got no changes in our plans. This is where we love being. This is where we want to raise our family. And this is where we want to live uh, uh, for the rest of our life. So this is, um, uh, you know, this is home for us. And we absolutely love it here. Is there any chance we could see your name on any future ballots? I know that there that's a wide open question, but way down the line, is it a possibility still? Yeah, I'm never I'm not going to close the door on something like that. Um, you know, I was really proud of the race that we ran. And if we see an opportunity where I think that um, uh, that 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 by putting my name on the ballot, we can do some really great things, um, then I'm you know going to do that. If I see that there's better opportunities to, to help our community and move Wisconsin forward um, uh, by by engaging in whether it's being the DNC rep, the 
um, the treasurer for the DGA or, you know, the, the PAC that I started to help get uh, mayors and county executives elected, um, then I'm going to do that. Um, but I think um, for me, you know, any, any any chance I have to be able to help move Wisconsin forward and, and better the community, uh, that's something that I that I want to do. And, and whether my name is on the ballot or not, um, you know, I want to make sure that I'm working towards that goal. All right. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining me on today's show. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for having me. Well, Adam, thank you for sharing that interview. And if our listeners want to know more about these upcoming races in the House and Senate, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wisp Politics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.